How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 50 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today we're going to talk about pending free agents because uh, that's what I feel like talking about today. I know that there still may be a season, but uh, as more and more news comes out, I'm getting less and less optimistic that we will see baseball being played in America in 2020, um, whether that's in Arizona, Florida, uh, in regular major, major league ballparks. I, I, I don't know that we're going to see it um, unless we do it not safely, which, as I said on the previous podcast, uh, the A's will play, but only if their players are taken care of and, you know, uh, it's done the right way. So I don't know that we're going to get to that point uh, before December at all uh, because uh, we still need testing. We still need a bunch of stuff. Um, so yeah, we have, uh, the players league to keep us entertained. Uh, I started a Twitch account so that I can stream video games. I got a headset, so I am now doing that as well. Um, I haven't set up the video camera yet just cause, eh, I'm not there yet. Um, maybe one of these days when I'm like a serious Twitch streamer, but, uh, for, for now I'm, I'm doing uh, audio with the screen. You don't need to see this mug. It's on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. You don't need it on there, too. Anyways, so anyway, if you are interested in watching me play video games, uh, I am at Noted Baseball Fan on Twitch. So I think it's like twitch.tv slash Noted Baseball Fan. That's me. Um, and I'll sit there and talk about uh, all the uh, the things that I'm doing to get rewards and players and all that stuff. Um, also, follow us on social media at Locked On A's uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. Um, if you have a mailbag question for us, please feel free to either, you can also do this on Twitch if you're just watching me play video games and you want to type something in the comments, uh, or you can email us at uh, LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So uh, that's how you can get uh, in touch with us. I'll, I'll do mailbags while I play video games. That'd be fine with me. Um, yeah. Anyways, today we're talking free agents. And I know that uh, one guy gets a lot of pub because he's going to be a free agent if there's no season, or if there is a season, he's a free agent at the end of the year, and that's Marcus Simeon. Um, as of right now, I don't believe that the A's have a good shot if he's coming off of his, you know, as I've said many times in the past, if he's coming off of finishing third in the AL MVP race, I don't know how the A's could afford him unless it's, you know, uh, a prove-it-to-me deal or something like that where he can... Uh, go for one year, give these, you know, a shortstop for 2021, if there's a 21-21 season, um, and, you know, he can prove that he's worth the big contract that he's looking for. Um, that would be one way to do it. That's how the A's usually get, you know, their piecemeal teams together and stuff. Um, otherwise, if he's looking for like a five, six year deal, I don't know that that's in the cards for, uh, for him in Oakland. So with that all said, if he does indeed leave, that would probably leave, um, as I talked about previously again, uh, Jorge Mateo and Frank Lombaretto to fight over, you know, uh, second and short. You'd also have Vimeo Machin, I believe, still, uh, on, you know, with the team and all that stuff. I don't know how the Rule 5 stuff would work, um, since he didn't actually play with the team, but he's on the roster technically. So uh, I don't know if he'd still have to, you know, stay with the Major League team the whole time or whatnot. This has never happened before, so I don't know that there is an answer quite yet, but uh, I'll do some digging. I'll find out, and then I'll put it on Twitter at Locked On Ace. Um, then there's also Sheldon Noisy. Um, I know that he's out of options, or he still has options, which is why he wasn't in the running you know, this year, but 
he could become an option next year if you know they don't have uh, Marcus Semien as well, either a, a bench piece or they could you know play him at second and Barreto at short or flip them and uh, have Jorge Mateo off the bench and get him a couple starts a week, something like that, because Mateo could you know be a pinch runner and he could be lethal that way. Um, that could be one way to utilize him. Um, yeah, so that's shortstop second base as we're seeing it right there. The other big one, uh, it's not a huge, there, there are two big free agents and that's Marcus Semien and the guy that I'll get to in a few minutes here. But, uh, another guy that's going to be a free agent is Mike Fires. Uh, he signed a two year deal with the A's after getting non-tendered a couple years back. And, uh, this would be the second year of that two year deal. Um, so if he doesn't pitch, he is a free agent because he pitched and did fine last year. And so he gets a service time and all that stuff. Um, He'd be easy-ish to replace, I think, because he's, you know, a decent starter. He's more of an innings guy. He's going to give you depth. Um, but he's not, you know, Puck or Luzardo or Manaya or Frankie Montas. So you could probably uh, just throw Chris Bassett back in the rotation and not have him as a bullpen piece, and uh, then they'd be fine. Uh, they also have guys that are in the minor leagues that could, you know, uh, take over there. You could also uh, sign a free agent. There are Lots of guys that uh, caught my eye, and I will get into those guys here in a sec, too. Um, there's a another free agent. Uh, he could be a big piece that they'd be missing. He'd be a big piece that they'd be missing from the 2019 season, but relievers are volatile, and that's Liam Hendricks. He's another one of those, you know, prove-it-to-me kind of guys, in, in my opinion, at least. Um, yeah, I mean, they DFA'd him just two years ago, and then he had an all-star season, so he, you know, came and proved it to me but uh whether because of the volatility of relievers year to year i mean blake trinan was one of the best relievers of all time in 2018 and uh they non-tendered him the following offseason because he could not put it together um so it, it happens all the time and you know i just watched Moneyball today i'm doing a podcast with our locked on padres host uh javier javi i don't know his last name i know his twitter handle is javapeno so there's that. Anyways, uh, Javi uh, made me watch Moneyball so we could talk about it. And it, I mean, I already knew, but still, the A's had a different closing pitcher, it felt like, every year. From Isringhausen to Billy Koch to Keith Folk to, that. those were main, the main three, I guess. So that was a span of like four years. They had three different closing pitchers. They can find a reliever, I think, that could take the job. Uh, on the roster right now, you're probably looking at either Lou Trevino or J.B. Wendelkin. Um, they might go the free agent route, and there's a couple of guys that are actually pretty decent that they could look, take a look at. Um, but Trevino and Wendelkin are probably the main two in-house right now. So the big one for me that's going to be missing from uh, the 2021 se- uh, team, unless they resign him, and he would be a resignable ca- uh, candidate uh, guy that they could get, you know, that. Um, it would be Yusmario Petit. He has been the linchpin of that bullpen, uh, good or bad. The, he has been great for the Oakland Athletics and, you know, his previous teams as well. Um, he is an innings eater. He gives you two or three when you need it to, you know, be that bridge in between the starter and uh, the reliever that is finishing games. The closer, if you will. Um, and he's just been so solid. And his contract's going to be up. I don't know how they're going to replace him just yet. Um, my guess, if we're going in-house candidates, of course, uh, would be you could use uh, 
one of the three, it would take away your starter depth. But you could go with Grant Holmes, Dalton Jeffries, or James Caprillion. Um, go with one of those guys. Or you could, you know, if you're a little bit worried about A.J. Puck, you can move him into the long relief role. I think he'd be solid. He could be like a Josh Hader type, where he could, you know, be six, seven, eight innings and then find somebody else for the ninth. Or he could be seven, eighth and do that. Or he could be eighth and ninth. I don't know. He's great. And I think that he may be destined for the bullpen, personally. Um, we just haven't seen a lot of them in the majors yet. And uh, when these injuries keep popping up, just these little tiny things, I'm like, ah, you got to limit that workload. And I don't know that he's ever going to be able to be a full-time starter because he just gets these little injuries. So best way to get best uh, the most amount of production out of him is to put him in the bullpen. And then the final guy that's going to be a free agent after the year would be Robbie Grossman. Um, Melissa Lockard of The Athletic was a little bit uh, bewildered by why they actually gave him a contract in the first place. He was a prime non-tender candidate, but uh, he got a contract with the A's and he was going to be with the team this year, but there might not be a season. So it would make sense that they would let him, you know, walk in free agency and they've got guys that can take over. You can put Tony Kemp over there if he's still with the team. Uh, you can, you know, uh, use Barreto over there. You could use Mateo over there. Um, and you, you could use Chad Pender over there a little bit more. Um, my guess would be that they'd probably go with a more established outfielder. Uh, and that would, in the minors at least, and that would be uh, Seth Brown or Luis Barrera. Uh, those are the, the top two guys that come to my mind. We saw Seth Brown come up a little bit and perform very well uh, in his stint with Oakland. Um, he was great defensively, and uh, I think that he'd probably be get the first shot at it in whatever spring training or it, whatever they're going to call the prelude to opening day of whenever we play. Um so yeah, I, I would think that Seth Brown would be the guy first. But uh, Luis Barrera, he is a lefty bat, which is something they need. I believe Seth Brown's also a lefty, but I'd have to look that up. Um, he hit uh, 321 last year in 50, what, 52 games, I think, in AA. And he had a 357 on base with an 871 OPS. So, I mean, he, he doesn't have a lot of power, but I think he hit like four homers and 220 at-bats, something like that. Um, he also struck out like 48 times, so he strikes out around 25% of the time or so. Um, but he, he's a good bat, and I don't know much about his defense yet. haven't seen him play because I just got the podcast. haven't been paying attention to the minors yet, but I will be, and we'll get into it on the podcast soon. But um, So, yeah, those would be the top two guys for me that would take over left field, I would imagine, and then keep everything else fairly similar. Uh, last guy I'm going to get to that was on the roster um, would be Tony Kemp. I don't know that he, he's pre-arbitration eligible and the A's do love, you know, years of control, but if they're going to try and keep Barrero, uh, Barreto, Mateo and Machin, he might be the odd man out going into a fresh season when they're also trying to fill the missing, uh, hole of Marcus Semien. That sounds dirty. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know how they would go about that. Um, but I could see Tony Kemp potentially being non-tendered. Um, cause I don't think that they can, well, he's out of options, so they can't send him to the minors. And if Machine is still, that still has his rule five stuff intact and he has to stay on the big league roster, then I would assume that they would go with him over Tony Kemp. Who's to say? I don't know. Um, yeah. So I'm going to talk about, uh, free agents that caught my eye here in a sec, but first I'm hungry. Are you hungry? I, I, my wife's coming home soon and we're going to have dinner and stuff, but I don't know what we're going to get. So we're probably going to have to, you know, postmate something. 
And uh, if you're like me, you're you're thinking about what to eat at all times in quarantine and all that stuff. Uh, I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushis. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery, too. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. So no more going to the store, which is great because quarantine. Uh, no more late-night fast food runs, which is great because quarantine, and I'm up super late. Uh, I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore, which is great because I don't eat lunch because I usually wake up at, like, 11, so it's technically breakfast. Anyways, just download the Postmates app on iOS or Android, uh, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Sorry, my stomach started rumbling there for a sec. Um, So, intriguing free agents for me. Um, I would go... I, with Mike Fires leaving, I started with starting pitchers because those are always fun. And there's some guys in there in like that Rich Hill mold where they could potentially sign for a year, rebuild some value, and then move on. Uh, that's something that the A's have done plenty of times. That Ben Cheats comes to mind. Uh, they've done it a number of times is, is the point. And uh, so we got a few guys uh, that I'm just going to run through real quick. You got Chris Archer. He has an $11 million option. Uh, it's a player, sorry, a team option. There's no way the Pittsburgh Pirates are going to pick that up. One, they're rebuilding. And two, $11 million for what Chris Archer has been. Not great. He could pitch very well in the Oakland Coliseum because foul territory. And also, eh, Oakland's fun. And they're a winning team. That always helps. I just listened to a podcast where uh, there was a question about Nick uh, Castellanos. And they were like, hey, you saw how well he did going from Detroit to uh, Chicago. And he said that it was because, you know, in Detroit, he was losing all the time. And he just got down after all the losses and they wanted him to do stuff. And he was like, that's going to hurt my free agent value. This doesn't make sense. And he just wasn't happy there. Uh, That could be the case with Chris Archer. I know that, you know, pitching is definitely harder um, because, you know, your arm gets older and then you are less good as you age. But that's true with all baseball players. So, oh, well, Chris Archer, that's an option. Uh, Charlie Morton, he's going to be like 37, 38 at that point. But uh, he's probably going to retire. But if he doesn't want to retire and he... Feels like signing like a $12 million contract with the A's for one year. I would take him in a heartbeat because he's been amazing. Um, you got Robbie Ray, who he's up and down for sure. But another one of those bounce back candidates that the A's might be able to fix a little bit. He's got great strikeout numbers. That's pretty much it. But uh, he, he can miss bats. So he'd be a guy potentially that the A's could look at. Another one-year deal guy. A prove-it-to-me candidate. Uh, Marcus Stroman. I think that he hasn't reached his ceiling yet. Would he want to sign a one-year deal with the A's as a prove-it thing? Or would he take, like, three years and, I don't know, uh, $38 million or something like that from, like, the Twins? Who's to say? But uh, it'd be an interesting guy that they could look into a little bit more. Uh, that What I'm saying is there are some names on this free agent market that are affordable to the A's, I think. 
Um, then you got Trevor Bauer, who he had that one excellent year, and then he's struggled uh, a little bit since. I think he was excellent in 18. Struggled last year with both uh, Cleveland and Cincinnati. So maybe he just doesn't like Ohio. He's also very outspoken. I don't know that he would be a good clubhouse presence, but uh, he does hate the Astros because they're cheaters. Um, so that could be a, a plus. It could also be a minus if they want to just kick his butt all the time. But he has also said in the past that he wants to just sign one-year deals for him You know, when he hits free agency on so uh, and just go for a championship and... Maybe the A's are that team. I don't know that his political views are something that the A's would welcome with open arms, but I think that they would at least, you know, make the phone call, do their due diligence, uh, and before either writing him off or bringing him in. Um, so he'd be an interesting option. Um, and then the other four guys are uh, just relievers. So you got Ken Giles, who I talked about before. He could be a very interesting candidate. Uh, he could fill the Liam Hendricks void. Uh, he has a little bit more experience as a closer. Um, he also doesn't like the Astros. So that could be an interesting one. He's been the Blue Jays closer for the last couple of years. Um, I, I'd like to see him, I think. I, I also wrote down Kirby Yates. He had the one great year with uh, the Padres last year. And I, I don't know that he's proven enough to get that huge contract yet. But again, it's like Marcus Semyon where the last thing you saw of him was greatness. So he's probably going to get paid a little bit better than he would if he had also played this year. Um, so Kirby Yates is probably going to be more of like a, a Red Sox target or you know one of the bigger market teams that can that needs a reliever. Um, so I don't know that he would fit the A's financially, but guy to consider. He was very solid last year. Um, then there's also you know, fan favorite Sean Doolittle. He's going to be a free agent. Who wouldn't love seeing Sean Doolittle come in and pitch like the seventh inning? The A's need a lefty. Maybe that keeps A.J. Puck out of the bullpen. Why not? Give it a shot. Uh, final guy is Brad Hand. I don't know that they could afford him, but again, solid guy. Solid lefty pitcher that they need. And I remember uh, for like the last, I don't know, 10 years, everybody's been like, oh, the new market inefficiency is blank. And uh, I think that with a canceled season, there's going to be a lot of teams that aren't going to be willing to spend as much money as they usually would. So the new market inefficiency might be spending some money this winter. And I don't know that A's ownership is going to do that because they don't. But if they were going to do it, they could put together like a really decent team just with these free agents. And, uh, you know, they already got a lot of good guys in place at, you know, uh, key positions. You got Holson Chapman still. Uh, Ramon Laureano is still fine. Sean Murphy will be behind the plate. He got a pretty solid starting rotation. You could get a little bit more depth there by signing one of these guys. Um, yeah, but I mean, it could be an interesting year. And 2020 has been the window that they've been shooting for for three, four years now. And with it being potentially canceled, they might want to try and maximize that window in 2021. I, I don't know what they're thinking. I know that they have more money than they let on. And that uh, we're not as poor as we think we are. But it, it, this could be the year that they're like, hey, it may, it, it, I think it depends on how the, if the environmental report ever comes out. Um, if they get some shovels on the ground before, you know, the offseason starts and when these free agents are declared free agents, that, that could be a motivating factor to get, you know, the best team on the field that they can and sign, you know, a 
I don't know, Robbie Ray. I don't know if he's going to move the needle among the fans, but he could put some butts on the seats uh, once they start winning. So uh, Chris Archer would be another one. Uh, There's some people on the free agent market that they could go after and whatnot. Uh, second and shortstop don't have a lot of free agents they could really go after. So that's going to be internal or they can make a trade. I don't know. Um, and maybe that's something I'll look into if there is no baseball season because we have content to make. Speaking of content, um, I had an idea for a different podcast. It I've been watching a lot of wrestling lately too. So I've been playing video games, watching wrestling and podcasting. It's been fun. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, wrestling podcast idea is I've enjoyed wrestling for most of my life. I've been a lapsed fan at times, but uh, I grew up watching like the late 80s, early 90s when I was, you know, five. Uh, and then again, obviously for the Monday Night Wars and, you know, all that stuff. And then, you know, in the last, I don't know, seven, eight years, I've been watching fairly regularly. So there's been pockets where I have not watched as much. Um, but I do not know a ton about the history, like the 80s of wrestling, like the early 80s to, you know, Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect and all that stuff. Um, so my podcast idea is to talk about that. Just go through like an episode of We Find a Show that started in, you know, January of 1980 that was around in January of 1980. Just watch one episode a week and talk about that. And, you know, maybe we learn a little bit about history and all that stuff. Uh, I think it'd be fun. Wouldn't be super time consuming. So uh, basically I'm pitching this. One, what do you think? Two, I need a co-host. Would you like to co-host with me? Uh, if so, reach out to me at ByJasonB on Twitter. You could also do the uh, Locked On A's account if you would like. But yeah, just let me know what you think. Um, also, follow us on Locked On A's on Instagram. We post uh, little show clips in there. Um, yeah, and then if you have any mailbag questions, feel free to email us at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Um, I'll be on Twitch a little bit, uh, probably late at night. So uh, just, you know, follow and, you know, you'll get live alerts when I plug in and start talking, you know, nonsense. It'll be fun. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for today. I got one more this week. And then uh, I talked to the Locked On Padres host and I asked for the audio for when we record the Moneyball podcast. And I will re uh, release that a couple days after he does for as a, uh, a bonus episode for you guys. So, uh, yeah, we got a Moneyball podcast coming up at some point, probably over the weekend, and then got one more. Don't know what it's about yet. So if you have any ideas, feel free to reach out. Uh, by Jason B on Twitter, also Locked On A's on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's going to be it for today. Uh, I'll be back for one more this week. Uh, stay inside and celebrate good times, Oakland. I will talk to you guys soon.